Did you send your list to the North Pole? Did you ask Santa for something special? Maybe we don't know what to ask Santa. Well, for gardeners, there's all kinds of things you can get. And today, we're going to talk just about that, right here on the Backyard Gardens Podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds. And must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the Backyard Gardener, and Batavia, the Front Yard Gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. Is that tea or coffee? Uh, it's coffee right now. Oh, how dare ye. Yeah. I'm still on coffee. I'm putting it on my warmer as well. Oh, you have a warmer? Yeah, I actually took the candle that I had off of the warmer and put the coffee on. So Look at right. you being all special and I extra. Know, I know. An old uh, <laughs> colleague gave me this years and years and years ago. And every now and again, when I turn it on, I think of her. Aww. So nostalgic. Yeah. So nostalgic. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's Christmas time. I'm getting excited. Are it you? Is, it is that time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm getting. For sure. Well, I don't know if I'd use the word excited, um, but I am looking forward to the rest of this month. That's yeah. excited. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Damn it. It's not, but okay. <laughs> You're gearing up for next week's holiday party on the Backyard Gardens podcast, I take it. I absolutely am. I am very much looking forward to that. Yeah. We're still trying Good. to work out... Um, I have a couple of girlfriends that, you know, a set of us, we do a um, kind of a girls end of year holiday bash. And so we're working out doing that virtually. And then I normally have a couple of like holiday dinners that I do, like just like going out with a friend for dinner. And so, yeah, trying to figure that kind of stuff out in the current environment. So Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. We're actually having our Christmas party for the company i'm taking my wife out um we're going to this restaurant called chef and the farmer oh i've heard of it wait i think i yep, have yeah you heard of the tv show mm, but go on possibly Once I see either the way advertise like the uh, the website i'll know but go on it's a it's a restaurant that they grow their own food basically so i've been there before and it was amazing she hasn't been there so i'm pretty pumped as long as we can get in the door you know how it is mm-hmm. yeah but it's actually a pretty cool social distancing spot because it's like you go in and it's set up like a farmhouse. So you kind of get your own individual dining room table to eat at. Mm-hmm. Are they so doing, are you guys still doing um, indoor dining where you all are? Yeah, okay. for now. I think that's just about to stop yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and I mean, we don't, we haven't been out all year really. Mm-hmm. So. Which has been a blessing, but that's for a different episode. <laughs> well, you know what? It so, potentially for well, some has put you in a situation maybe to kind of walk into some of these goodies we're going to talk about. So yeah. yeah. And we got to do our housekeeping items. So first thing, first thing is if you're listening to us right now or anytime you've listened to us. Go to wherever you're listening to us and help us out and leave us a review, please. And thank you. Because thank you. (laughs) And if you're watching on YouTube, drop us a comment. Drop us comments everywhere. We want to hear from you guys. 
So yeah, and I'll it's, uh, I'll I'll come in with the follow up of it also helps the podcast, right? So it helps us continue to do what we're doing. Um, you know that we're always asking to hear from you, um, but this is kind of like with an additional purpose. So right, yeah, and actually, but transitioning directly into hearing from us, I got a crazy question last night. Oh, cool, cool, <clears throat> cool for so, being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it was just very in-depth. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically just going to read the exchange on this one, if you don't mind, Batavia. I'm for it, man. My coffee has probably had, just I, gotten a tinge of warm. I wrote a small book, basically. Well, it felt like a book. And then you know how it is on social media. You look at it and you're like, oh, wait, I didn't write as much. But I felt like I was just writing and writing and writing. So, um, yeah. Let me pull this, this billy goat up and... And the coffee, in my imagination, would have been warm with a minute of warmer time, but clearly not. No. So Lauren on Instagram wrote to Backyard Gardens TV, Mm -hmm. and Leonard actually told me to check this. So thank you, Leonard. Good. good. Because, I mean, you do kind of have unofficial office hours. I think we're actually, like, I pick up the, um, what's it, the third shift when you're wrapping it up, but gone. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Leonard is just kind of fills in everywhere but um she you know the, the conversation started where she was like I'm looking for free mulch and I you know we type back leaves and she goes right but we've looking for use uh for a stand of bamboo cane that my dad originally started as a privacy fence but has exploded as he's gotten older and hasn't been able to whack them back mm-hmm. now bamboo is one of those things where it is completely dry it's viable it'll root from the smallest bits but his 73 acre farm has a lot of space so i've been playing with the idea that we can use the bamboo mulch and dry it out in some unused she said nuclear con- oh yeah nuclear containers he bought wholesale a long time ago so this just kind of sets up the base for how much all of this how much ex- bamboo did she describe them having like how she, long of a space I, she didn't say oh, okay. but we'll get into space in a second mm-hmm. and it's, he was trying to set up a privacy fence so i imagine yeah you know you don't put a five foot privacy yeah. fence yeah, up yeah. on a 73 acre farm mm-hmm. so um he used to have a greenhouse-based nursery, and since she's been back home, she's been trying to turn the property into something sustainable and profitable. Mm-hmm. And then, da, 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 she says we have the best channel, so thank you, Lauren. Oh, thank you, got, Lauren. Yeah, and I got clearance to use her name in this whole story. Yeah. So she sends me a couple pictures. She's in 7B, and the land is very rocky and variable in slope. So she's, because, um, you know, that's, you know, when I say close, it's like the next state over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hike those mountains a lot. So it's in like a mountainous region, yeah. kind of. Very at some uneven point. and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very mm-hmm. uneven and unstable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she said, but we've got some areas that have been covered up in weeds for years mm-hmm. due to letting hay rot in them. So the weeds have been bastards. And so she sent me a bunch of pictures and some of the land looked fertile. Some of it looked like clay. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them clearly looked like clay. Like, I mean, it looked like a brick factory could be made. Now yeah. I could be wrong. It could be the picture yeah, just yeah. kind of throwing me off. Uh-huh. So, um, she said so far, she's got a plot in the front of an old shed that has scarlet kale, spinach, onions, and carrots. And the longer traditional 85 foot beds so far have 60 oh, feet of garlic. It. 85 foot bits. Okay. (laughs) And another row of onions, buttercrunch, lettuce, peas to fix the nitrogen as a cover, turnip greens, and mustard. 
So my book comes in and I said, okay, because basically what she's doing is she's taking land that hasn't been used Mm -hmm. and she's trying to revitalize it and start using it. So I wrote back to her, you could split. Just so you know, I'm logging in so I can see the pictures because I'm enamored just listening, but go on. Okay. As long as you don't, it doesn't kick us off. So it goes, you could split in sections and plant cover crops in the spring, plant in another area in the fall that are cover crops. And so you would be rotating the next year. So I would get a bunch of straw bales, which have no seeds Mm -hmm. and mulch heavily over the winter and Mm -hmm. fertilize one month before spring. But after you get a good soil test, so first get a soil test because you really want to, you know, this is the perfect time for a soil Mm -hmm. test because now Mm -hmm. you've got this land. You don't know what's going on with it. You want to know what to do with this land. So wait, but her question was around mulch, wasn't it? It started at mulch, okay. but then it okay. got into revitalizing. Yeah. So okay. um, I said, then you'll know what to do and what to add. So what kind of fertilizer, mm-hmm. blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. How much organic matter is yeah. in your and soil? also to note, Lauren, because you didn't hear from me on this, because Leonard locked my account yesterday. Again. <laughs> um, but there's also, it's going to help direct her or them on like where to start, when. Meaning like, yes. you know the east side of the property i'm just making up you know the east side of the yeah. property may be more depleted and she may find that after that soil test maybe she can exactly. make better in run you know runs around the um the west side of the property i don't know exactly mm-hmm. so then i said you'll know what to add um then design a plan and try to stick with it so also start so at this point what i'm saying is Take your land, and let's say we just divide it in four sections. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's fairly large. Yeah. Divide it in four sections. So in the spring, the first year, I would plant cover crops in two sections and grow in two sections, like food. Mm-hmm. And then in the fall, those two sections that had food, I would plant cover crops, and I would start a fall garden in the other one. Or you could just totally let those spring cover crops just die out Mm -hmm. and do their thing. And then you're kind of sacrificing your, but if you have a lot of land, you're still working it. Yeah. So I says at at the next point, I said also start a big compost pile and feed it heavily. If you have chickens, get them out there over the winter and work the land for you. Basically you would be at a smaller capacity this year. And then each year after that, you would be gaining more areas to plant. I said, it looks like you have clay, so you will need to add a lot of compost to work in the ground. If it were me, I would work compost into the first three inches of soil, and then I would add another four inches on top of mulch, minimum three inches. And then I, and, you know, follow up, unless you're doing raised beds. But I don't think that she's wanting to do raised beds because mm-hmm. that never came up into. And that's a lot the, um, of a lot of land. Um, so three inches of compost post and soil on top of the, so you, the current dirt she has. Is that what you were describing? No, I would take in. I would work compost into the first exactly. three inches of gotcha, soil. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Then I would put another three inches of compost on top. Yep. So right then, as of right now, you would have six inches of fertile soil yep. to plant, and then. When you mulch on that, as it breaks down, it'll push everything down and it'll just get deeper and deeper. Sure. But see, you know, I'm not a no-till kind of person, but I am a 
less till kind of person. Mm. So I'm like, go ahead and get your tilling and stuff in now and then kind of do as much. But when you're on a large scale like this, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different. But you can take these same advice and apply it to any garden yeah. size, you know. So did you get the impression that this is about their family sustaining themselves or is this about potentially like going to market with what they ultimately grow? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. That's the impression I got. I didn't really, you know, I, yeah. I wasn't trying to get like, Yo, so mm-hmm. what are your plans? You know, what's your what's your business plan? Let me see, you know? Well, I mean, obviously, so. like what you want to grow, though, is a, a, a common question to ask. The only thing I'd add is just based on, because, you know, we talk a lot about small space gardening. Um, and while even in small spaces you can do this, um, everything that I've read and seen, the um, first thing that people comment on is, plant fruit trees right because they're going to take so much longer to produce so if she has a desire to even if it's just for their family use if they have a desire to grow fruit obviously we don't want you to just plant trees just because or if there is some opportunity to potentially sell that fruit in future years you know make a way for that to happen the next year well and so she lives out in the cut Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like she lives out there so um yeah, and I mean, I didn't get into like what you should plant or anything like because I mean that's that's you don't, their you don't have to. That's the reason why I said it. It's okay, I I'm not I'm not well, evaluating I, you know, your response. I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes when we do the responses, I don't. I f- I'm fairly strong about overstepping boundaries and be like, well, you need to plant this, and mm-hmm. you need unless it's like very specific. Are you implying you know, that like, I'm overstepping by suggesting fruit no. trees? Okay. No, 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 not at all. Lower end up. What does it sound like? Please comment once you listen to this, because it's going to yeah, be out really. really, really soon, right? Were you already thinking be... fruit trees? Were you disappointed that Ben didn't suggest fruit trees? Were you hoping that Leonard was looking over his shoulder and saying, hey, you look, forgot maybe fruit they don't trees. like fruit. It's, it's quite maybe a possible. They don't like fruit. Or, you know, things like, you know, nuts, you know, which is going to yeah. tail into some of my suggestions for today. I had a piece yeah, of pecan so, I mean, pie today for breakfast, just so you know. Oh, you yeah. suck. I just uh, had oatmeal. Uh, but I, I like that's oatmeal, one of your favorites, so. yeah. I almost went with oatmeal, but I'm like, you know. Yeah. There's other things that came up. And actually, you know what? Well, remind me when one of the next episodes mm-hmm. to bring up the other questions she had. I don't want to overwhelm. It's totally separate, mm-hmm. but it's very good yeah. information. But um, well, the thing I... know, that, that clay uh-huh. is a problem. Yeah. You have to amend that clay. Yeah. And a lot of people have clay. So like in my state mm-hmm. where my mom lives, like they make bricks there, mm-hmm. like straight mm-hmm. up bricks. Yeah. Like every house you see is bricks. Yeah. So you have to amend that soil with something. And I remember I've told the story before about going to get manure and rolling around in horse mm-hmm. shit, <laughs> you know, as a kid. But they always did it. And I didn't know why. And, you know, and I, I honestly, I don't think that they totally understood why. Mm-hmm. They were doing it. I think it was like, you just knew that they had to, they just knew they had to do it. But then years later, when they went to go plant a garden, they had like no issues mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they weren't growing food at the time. But yeah. once they finally started, yeah, then they had it. So I remember years and years and years and years ago, um, I'm trying to think, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I had left home yet. Um, but my un- uncle was talking about a house that he was buying in Chicago and my grandmother asked 
is it brick or is it one of those frame houses? You know, so yeah. you mentioned your, and my brick, my house is, you know, mostly frame, right? You know, it's like, there's some brick well, facade, Well, now the houses right? are yeah. frame. They don't really do brick anymore. So that's what I was going to ask. You're talking about your, you know, where your mom is. Are these like the houses that were built many decades ago or are they like yeah okay yeah. they're not still making them out yeah. of now they're just stick houses yeah. but you know <laughs> but you know the house she lives in now is old and it's mm-hmm, made mm-hmm. out of bricks my grandmother's yeah. house is made out of bricks yeah. my yeah. uncle's house is made out of bricks you know yeah. my f- house that i grew up in was actually made out of stone oh wow but all everything around us was brick mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was an older area yeah but i so love that question see- and i was just going to comment on or that dialogue even because there's still nuggets even though the space is huge that she's describing, there's still nuggets that you can take and apply to a smaller garden space, you know? So For sure. Yeah. So when I commented back when she's like looking for free mulch and I was like leaves and then I found out the size, I was like, oh shit, that ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you ain't going to find that many leaves, but you know, I mean the, the property looked beautiful, man. I hope she gets it going. I'm, I'm excited to see how she comes about with it. And yeah. you know, the one thing that I pulled out of everything I was saying and it really rang true in my mind and you know Ashley that was on the podcast mm-hmm. earlier this year hey Ashley she has said it herself that gardening has taught her patience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is one of those classic things where it's like you kind of have to have like you could rush it but if you if you slowed down and you did it right you would be set up in the future way better so that's for you taking the thought out of my head. Um, I was going to just say in, in closing, pace yourself, you know, yeah. so and that goes hand in hand with having patience. Now, you said earlier on in your comments to her that, um, you know, make a plan and stick with it, um, because in the case of having so much space, I can imagine it's very easy to get caught up with, okay, oh yeah, we're going to do something different over there and do something different over there. So, cause you're not as limited. I mean, I think the soil conditions is one initial limitation, but you're not as limited as, you know, I have 25 by 100 foot space and that's it. That's all, yeah. you know? So, um, as they say, when you, uh, have you ever heard the saying, your eyes are bigger than your stomach? When it comes to, you oh, know, <laughs> I live by that. <laughs> it's like, you know, be careful there. Um, but yeah, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to hearing more about it over the years, yeah. right? Yeah, over the years. I mean, it's, she's got a solid area. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just she got to work that foundation and mm-hmm. then boom. Yeah. And so just so you know, Lauren, because I know you're listening, I'll take a box of fruit every year for the, the, for the advice to get set mm-hmm. up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my address is. but um and also um moving on because we could talk about this all day yeah congratulations on you know taking these steps it sounds like this has been in motion you know so congratulations for taking these steps yeah Yeah. every thought's a seed and a seed just needs water so I haven't had a good cry on this show in a while yeah you lie like a cheap rug but that's okay (laughs) All right, so, so we're moving also, on. Yeah. Um, yeah, seed giveaway, February 1st is the next drawing. Mm-hmm. It's going to get your uh, spring garden going. We're gearing it for a spring garden. So, so head over to BackyardTV.com, BackyardGardensTV.com, mm-hmm. and sign up for the emails, and you will automatically be entered in this giveaway and all of them. And the win- winner of the seed giveaway 
which will be announced on February 1st, you have a great opportunity to join me in growing a spring garden. Me for the first time. Like at your house? At my well, yeah. Come on over. Yeah. You know, <laughs> my yard is big enough to socially distance, but um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to um to it. Like I'm putting I'm putting a lot of lots of riding on this one, man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's heavy, boy. Yeah. Oh man, I'm pouring no on joke. thick, man. <laughs> I'm planning for food for 2024 now. You know, so what do you gotta do? So next housekeeping item: mm-hmm. greenhouse. Is that right? Greenhouse temperatures. Yep. Twenty-seven last night. Oh my! And thirty-two. In the greenhouse, so it still hasn't gotten a hard freeze in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's actually really, really that. good. I'm, I'm, um, dare I say, this is that little bit of misery loves company. Like I was, I'm surprised you guys get down to 27. I told you. You know, there's something about, and you guys can let me know. There's something about folks that live in cold areas where it's like a badge of honor. You know, it's like, you know, when you you deserve it. Yeah. When you, um, all of you deserve it. When you're wearing your skull cap as you are today. And I'm just like, come on. Like they, have they turned you already? Cause you've lived in, you've lived in cold areas. Look, um, I'm bald, man. I ain't got what you got. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get cold, all right? Yeah, yeah. You heard? Look, we I know we have a listener. I talked to him the other day that's in zone three. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? So, hats <sighs> off to you, my friend. And gardening and in zone three? Gardening in zone three, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, not... Zone I mean, it's, three. It's really... Uh, literally, it's cool. yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, but, um, um, go ahead. I just wanted to update the good people on, um, there's still things that are, um, edible in my garden. That's it. That's all. You know, I sh- it's that's December. It. Yeah. I still have just- vegetables. I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> so. anticlimactic, is it? <laughs> No, you did good. You're doing good. You um, you have met one of your requirements for the year. Absolutely, officially. I have officially. You have well, officially met him. We're only a Hold handful on a of second. days. Hmm? You have literally officially met it, and you might be close to breaking it by going into the new year. Well, I may be close to breaking it going into the new year. There are three milestones here. There is harvesting things. Damn it, you're gonna make me go there. Harvesting things in December, right? That's one which I've already accomplished. Um, there is harvesting vegetables in winter. We're just a couple of weeks off. I'm what I'm watching the I'm I'm watching yeah. the forecast like a farmer boy. Um, and three, and this is like this is the long goal, right? Uh, this is the reach harvesting food in January from the garden. So. That's what I'm saying. You're close. Yeah, you're close. Yeah, you're yeah. you're. Um, Hang tight, yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah, I um, yeah. You need it's... to have the intestinal fortitude to just get in there and get it on January first, and then let it go t- at midnight. You know, it's like twelve oh one is done, son. You've done it. Go out there at twelve oh one and cut a Absolutely. piece of damn Absolutely. kale and be like, I'm done. Listen, you're gonna have. You, I'm gonna have you, my camera out there. I'm gonna have my uh, glass of uh, champagne. You want you want me to say sparkling cider or something? But nope. Have my glass of champagne. I'm gonna be dipping it uh, kale into the glass. It's gonna be wonderful. Yeah. 
Shit, girl, I sleep on New Year's Eve. I, ain't I typically even gonna front. do as well. I've had um, I've had my mother, I've had my grandmother call and wake me up to say, "Wait, you're sl- it, it's the new year." I'm just like, listen, and <laughs> it'll be the and? new year in the morning. Years and years and years ago, this is probably like 15 or 16 years ago. This is black when back when Blackberries were in for work. You know, I don't even know if iPhones were a thing then, and so um. I could probably count on maybe two hands of times that I've actually went out and like, you know, went to a party or an event for New Year's. Um, and so this is one of those. And I was, you know, I stumbled in, you know, and so I was like asleep like a rock and I heard this buzzing and it was my Blackberry. And I could still picture myself like leaning over, hanging off the bed, trying to get to the phone. It was a customer. Because at that point, you know, it was that customer program I was working on. They had a direct line to you. And me trying to put on this facade as if I wasn't completely hungover. It was a system issue. And the guy <laughs> knew it. You know, we had a great relationship. The guy knew it. But we still had to kind of keep it on par. Um, and so every now and again, that comes up. Like, so what are you planning? You plan on being awake at, you know, it probably was like 10 or 11 a.m. that next morning. But come on. Um, So now I'm still up pretty um, early in the new year. I live the farmer life. Mm -hmm. I get up before the sun, right at the sun, and I go to bed just after it. Yeah. So Well, listen, one more housekeeping item that we won't make a regular item. But Uh I I had a talk with my mother today. um, And I I think I set her straight. Well... Um, it was 6.45 and I called her. So she normally makes the first call in the morning. And I said, you know, I'm going to start work today at 7. And she said, what? Just like that. And I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, listen, you called me two times this year at 7 o'clock and I was still asleep. And I've mentioned this before, right? Because I take offense to this. I am not a slacker. That was two times this year. We're like 300 days in. That's not the norm. This is the norm. I've been up moving and shaking. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so, so look, yeah. I um, every time I text you, I can hear in my head, <laughs> listen here. Look here. Look now. Those are like your three sayings that you say. I can hear it. Uh-huh, and I'm uh-huh. like, shit. Every time you say it, I'm like, okay, if she says, listen here, that means I'm almost in trouble. <laughs> if she says, look now, that means I'm getting close. And if she says, look here, yeah, yeah. then that means that everything's good. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I'll, maybe I will update you if she continues to basically say, I'm a disappointing child that sleeps into seven o'clock every day. Cause she's, I mean, you can hear the TV in the background. Like she's already had breakfast. She's, you know, like on hour two of the news. And I'm like, I am too. Besides those two days, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and also I want to, um, set the record straight for, um, somebody that we communicate with on Instagram. It's kind of funny. I guess we had an exchange yesterday back and forth about my zone that I'm in. <laughs> and she was like, yes, what did I do. start? And I'm like, you didn't start anything. Mm-hmm. You didn't start anything. This no, has been she, an ongoing listen, thing. Listen, let the witness show. Like, I didn't even know that I had a witness out there to call to the stand, but you know, there's no going back yeah. now. No, it was a, uh, it was from an episode that we had to scrap. We had technical difficulties. I'm not signing on to that. 
I am because I can tell you that we sat there and we finished the episode and then we we briefly mentioned it and the episode was already an hour and a half and it ended up being like two and a half hours and we were like, no, we can't release a two and a half hour episode. And it was like me ranting about zones. I remember the rent. Remember the, I remember the zones. I remember all of that. Too. Yeah, I mean, it was one of my favorites, and we scrapped it. But I'm not going to let you. I mean, it's like the the tapes have been destroyed, <laughs> right? And you're telling me that that's the one time that you mentioned that you're in Zone Eight A. Like, it's too convenient. So. Look here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look now. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what what is on your Christmas list for your garden? Well, I mean, beyond like the Christmas dinner that will come from my garden or in part that will come from my garden, um, I am doing a couple of different things. Um, and so Man, hold on. No, that's the Sunday school answer. You can't give me that. I can. You can't tell me how to answer. Stop it. Look here. <laughs> and I can't, you know, look, you got that honest is what they used to say. Like, I can't deny any of that. So um, so one of the things that I'm doing um, for Christmas is I made candied jalapenos from the garden this year. That was one of the yeah. reasons why I was growing so many jalapeno peppers. Uh, and so I have earmarked jars for certain folks, you know. It's one of those things where you kind of have to know a little bit about the person because you need to know if they like spicy food, if they like my uncle was a great example. I was giving him some different things that I can and he's like, I, I want it either one way or the other. I either want it sweet or I want it, you know, hot. I don't want both. And I'm just like, well, you don't know what you're missing, buddy. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm starting off with uber duber, like the even four ounce jars for some people. Because, I mean, if you don't like it, maybe there's somebody else in your house that may. But I don't want to give you like a 16 ounce jar. You know? So um, unless yeah. I know. So I um, that's going to be a staple when it comes to this is a holiday gift um, that I have for some folks earmarked. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, we did um, we did pepper jelly this year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we tested it out. Yeah. So um, it's funny. Somebody uh, sent me some seeds up from Instagram that they had grown. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I have my garden plan, like everything I'm gonna plant. Yeah. For next already year. Set up. Yeah. Yeah. And my man sent me some um, a bunch of different seeds that yeah. he had saved, and one of them was UFO peppers. Oh, and I was like, damn it. I had my whole plan Uh uh and you had to send me this conspiracy theory pepper (laughs) that now I want to grow this more than anything else. And then when I grow it because it's purple and it looks like a UFO, I don't want to share it with anybody. Oh, that's so funny. And I want to save the seeds so I can't grow anything else next. Like I was like, damn it. This just got so much more difficult. A whole new garden bed now. Yeah, well, no. So what we're going to do is we're going to hold your breath. You ready? I'm going to grow regular jalapenos in pots next year for so I can separate them. Mm, So I can mm -hmm. do those for pepper jelly because the UFO peppers from the research that I've done are just a little bit too hot. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, So I. they're um, not crazy hot, but they're, you know, 
they're a little bit too hot. But it was awesome. I mean, he sent me so many different peppers and mm. pumpkins and stuff. If you and- come across um, mammoth or, you know, jumbo jalapeno pepper seeds, let me know. Um, because okay. the ones that I've grown over, like the ones that I bought from transplants over the years, the ones that I grew last, or I guess this year now in 2020, um, they, they were great for the purposes that I'm using them for, but I want to do, I didn't do anything like stuff jalapenos and I like a larger pepper ideally for that. You know, you could do yeah, it with I the grew my, ones, um, but... actually I have some, I think mm. I'll send them to you. Let okay. me go into my seed vault. I'm okay. Like, well, they're not technically mammoth, but when I grew them, they, they got they fairly big, large. Yeah. Yeah, so, there's something um, about, um, and I mixed mine up. Like, so I had regular jalapeno peppers and I had early jalapeno peppers. And by the time we got to like, you know, saving seeds, they were all mixed yeah. in together. So, I mean, I'm not going to worry about it. It's not like it's a different tasting jalapeno pepper or anything. So I'll I'm start them next spring. I'm going to see what I yeah. got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I'm a dig. Yeah. So dig for the deep. jelly, um, I... I think it was on YouTube. Um, someone commented around making um, jalapeno pepper jelly and almost like I've not made candied jalapenos, but I've made, you know, the pepper jelly. And I said, yeah, that's on my longer list only because of the whole idea of the jelly setting and all. Do it. I got a recipe. I'll send you. Okay. Remind me. I'll send it to you. No, I won't. Leonard will. Leonard, can you? Leonard. So, Giant jalapeno pepper seeds and jelly recipe. Okay, got it. You're effed now. He's not going to remember. Yeah, no, that's like one too many <laughs> things. He rolled up in here in his underwear today. He forgot to put his damn pants on. <laughs> Wait, you said it was 27 degrees? Or was he in the yeah. greenhouse where it was 32 degrees where it's he, fine? Yeah. He was in the greenhouse. Yeah. He sleeps in the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. We have a little hammock for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm joking, bro. <laughs> but um no, I you know I I like the idea of you using the little jars. Yeah. Wait, are you guys so giving I them went, away for gifts? You mentioned that you Hell no. Okay. We were just testing it out yeah, yeah, this year. Yeah. yeah, I'm still on your damn gift. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um I like the idea of the little jars and mm-hmm. I actually went on the hunt for, you know, those the little round four ounce jars because yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted to use my peppers this year, my bell peppers and make um roasted peppers like can them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how much them damn jars are? How much? The little rounded ones, they were 40 bucks for four of them. Oh, that's said, crazy. You got to be tripping. Well, what listen, kind of crack are y'all smoking up at ball, check man? Check again because I was in the store. So we're current, like this episode will come out you're hearing it. We're recording it this week. So I was in the grocery store this week. No, it's coming out in hours. Leonard's yeah. got to edit quick. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, yeah, literally less than 24 hours. Uh, so yeah. look, strike now. Right. So in the city, I was listening, like, how much are you going to say? If you're going to say it's the same price I'm paying for them, like, can you believe? Right. So anyway, um, this was on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Don't don't even I wouldn't even bother. I was back. Well, I haven't been even going into the stores, man, because yeah. I'm trying not to get the Rona. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, so that's the only place I am going yeah so Walmart if you yeah to the stores Walmart that's like my outing you know it's like Walmart (laughs) and if your grocery stores carry them they're they're back in stock ultimately is what I'm saying so the cheapest I've seen the small ones is like nine dollars I'm rounding it off (laughs) so nine dollars for those 12 or four ounce jars Um, so it's less than a dollar a jar Um, I've seen them as high as in stores as high as like 10 or 11 dollars 
Well, you know what the problem is, is as you, once you start canning, you're like, shit, I can't get one pack of jars. I got to get like five packs of them so you have enough. So listen, quick story. (laughs) I'm ridiculous. I I know it. I know it. So this time. You make yourself laugh. That's ridiculous. So this same Walmart trip. So rewind uh, to Lauren's question. And Lauren, I I imagine that she was Maggie from The Walking Dead, who's real... actor's name is Lauren so when you said it in my mind I thought like she's a total badass so anyway just a reference so that's the mom right no 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 that's um no it's not the mom it's it's one of the main characters that you know like fights Walker she ends up she's yeah what was who was her boyfriend Glenn with no spoilers. Yeah, she was mega pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually had a, a show like on a regular television, like NBC, ABC or something like that. That didn't work out so much. Um, but anywho, yeah. Shocker. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to remember, who in the hell knows? I don't know now where this is going to land. But I have a Leaf Connect now, in addition to my Mulch con- Uh-oh. In addition to my Mulch Connect. So I don't have any remember trees on my block or I don't have any trees on my property. They're trees on my block, but they have that kind of black tar. We've talked about this before. So one of my friends, we were recording episode. I was texting her like, hey, what's up with those leaves? So anyway, I went there this past weekend and last year they had already bagged them up, which is a whole story because I put them in my car. They were wet. There was seeping into the trunk of my car. I think I ended up getting a short. Ended up costing me way much more money to fix it. But that's another story. This year, I was smarter. So she didn't bag them up this year um, because her son was away. But she did kind of like blow them to the side for me. And so I went over there and I had just come off of like being off for a little while. I haven't been in the garden in like a month, like really actively working. So I was squatting and like, you know, bending and putting leaves in bags. Um, and so I was down for like a day and a half or two days, man. You're talking about <laughs> this old girl. man. <laughs> I came home and showered and then I have to take you out back and shoot I'm you, man. You, man. I was like, oh, no, I started thinking going through all of the things about like I should get automatic shades like, you know, blinds. You know, have you ever heard of those that <laughs> I was like. This is one of those moments where you're like, damn it, no children. Like someone bring me the remote. Someone bring me a cup of water. Anyway. Um, you need to use the force. To T. Oh, that was, yeah. Well, that's you, the force. you know the forces, right? Like the force be with you? Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's I'm not a okay. fan, though. I don't have anything against God, it for the people that are listening. Let me just I don't want I don't want you guys to attack. So but I'm not a watcher. Um, yeah, of it. If you wanna if you wanna hit me up on Backyard Gardens TV at Instagram, I'm taking applications for new podcast hosts and we are hiring immediately. Thanks for asking, and we will be in touch soon. This How is, dare you not be a fan? It was the moment where I realized I'd said too much. And that's yeah, no rare. Shit. That's rare for me. <laughs> Yeah. And I know that Leonard is going to edit it. He's not going to do me a solid and edit it out. But anyway. He's right, going to so edit. Let's, let's come on. Let's stay focused here. So <laughs> leaves, right? So I got like four bags. I just use garbage bags, four bags of leaves. Mm-hmm. And then um, she lives across the street from like a school or a park or something. And so once I got leaves from her yard, I went across the street and they had all basically blown up against the fence. And so I was over there putting leaves in bags. So I had eight garbage bags, like the contractor size garbage bags of leaves. Nice. So I, you know, I use my truck as like, you know, like it might as well be Sanford and Son. I'm hauling all kinds of crap. 
So I put the seats down, load everything up, but I'm tired and it's dark when I get home. This is on Saturday evening. So Sunday, I was actually out in the garden working and forgot about the leaves. Like they were, I knew they were bone dry because it's been really dry here. So I didn't have to worry about any of the residue or whatever. There is a slight smell, but that's another story. So then Monday, I wake up and say, I'm going to go out and pick up a couple of things. I went to the grocery store for... I can look back at my list. I think it was brown sugar or something, something random. I was going to pick up a couple of things and then I saw the mason jars. And so then I said, you know, this is probably going to be one of the last times that I'll actually out be, I'll be out shopping. And so I have a cart full of stuff so much. So where I get to the checkout, they're like, man, we need you to go down to the other one since you're beyond the limit. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So I get all of this stuff checked out. They actually do that where you live. Yeah. Yeah. So I do all I check out all of this stuff. And now I'm at my car and my car is literally I can't see out of my rear view mirror because it's just black bags. Right. So now I'm stuffing all of these things, including the the ball mason jars that I bought into like the pockets, the, you know, underneath the seat in the back uh, of the car and the passenger seat. Like I'm packing this <clears throat> thing, trying to get all of this stuff in. Um, so once I finally got home, I decided the responsible thing would be to take the leaves out. So now they're in the front yeah, yard. That would be a good idea. Yeah. I, there was a moment where I was like, I wonder if I could just pay for this and ask them to hold this while I go home and take the leaves out and come back. And I said, well, yeah. I have like a whole full-time job I really need to get to. So I'm going to make it do what I do. Look, I have a, I have a, um, an issue. That we're on Are an we episode su- about, you know, holiday treats and we've only given one so far. Yeah, well, that too. But my question is, are we supposed to be talking about gifts from the garden or for the gardener? I think that it's garden spirited, (laughs) garden related holiday presents, which could be a gift for a fellow gardener. Yeah. uh, Or it could be something that you've gotten from the garden that you're using as a gift. Both. Okay. <clears throat> Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we grew herbs this year to mm-hmm. make herb packets and the hurricane wiped out our herbs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we were like, oh, shit, what do we do? Yeah. But it's so, still a good gift, though. It is a great gift. For those gift, that still have you know, them. And yeah. <clears throat> what we were going to do is make like season blends mm-hmm. based on our area. Because, you know, it, a lot of times people use and it's like certain areas will use the same kind of seasonings. Yeah. But we um, we transferred away from that, obviously. Mm-hmm. So what we've ended up doing is we do we got um, flower pots uh-huh, and uh-huh. we painted them, and we're gonna make give people little herb gardens. Oh, so, that's such yeah, a great so, idea. <clears throat> which is I think is better because like a lot of people in my family, they have grown food before. Mm-hmm. They've like dabbled with it. Yeah. And I think sometimes it gets overwhelming for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So to just be able to give them something, and you know how I am, I believe in starting with an herb garden. Yeah. So, you know, it's like grow that basil, grow that one thing that you just eat constantly. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what we ended up doing. But, um, you know, and what I was, what I stepped into this for was to say, like, if you're looking for like a gardener, or something, or I mean, honestly, like if gardeners are listening to this, they're probably not shopping for gardeners. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. So, Maybe not. 
I mean, you know, there might be a garden group or something, but like a good book or something, Mm -hmm. like finding some good books and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, I think is especially this time of year. Because there's nothing I hate more at Christmas than getting something that I have to wait four months to use. Uh, I hate it. Well, I mean, I think that there is is that whole like putting it in category. So there is the like for you or I, right? You kind of need to know about what we're doing in our garden to get a garden specific gift because there may be a duplication. Whereas you have like maybe someone that started a garden this year, you know, and you know that they plan on growing a garden next year. If they started it this year, chances are you can go a little bit more broad when it comes to that garden related gift because chances are they'll use it. Right. You know, if it's someone you've ever had dinner with before, like you may know kind of what they like to eat. Right. Do they detest lettuce? If so, don't get them packages of lettuce seeds, you know, like um, so I think that, you know, it's the it's you apply that same logic that you would buying any other gift. Like when you go down the road of do you want to buy them socks? Okay, All right. Well. You know what, too? I think that, you know, bringing up seeds, I think that's an awesome get, gift to get, too. Imagine if somebody came to your house and was like, I just, here's every seed that you're going to need to grow next year. And they just gave you like a box of seeds of everything you wanted to grow. Well, that'd be a dope gift. I would marry them. <laughs> no matter who they are, no matter what they, I would become a second wife if that was the. You know. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I think that that's yeah. that's super duper cool because um, especially if they're a newer gardener and maybe not even just new. I, I say that to say because sometimes you're like, what should I grow? You know, yeah. and I think that that's like one way of kind of having a guided uh, approach. Right. So, yeah, I think it's an awesome way to, um, you know, and <clears throat> honestly, I've never really thought about getting seeds for Christmas, but. I don't see anything wrong. I mean, I know that at some point it was like, yeah, there's something specific you want to yeah. grow. But, um, I mean, there's know, somebody giving, you know, walking in and just being like, especially a new gardener. If, if like, if I knew somebody that had expressed to me that they wanted to start a mm-hmm, garden, mm-hmm. then I would 100% go out and buy them all of the seeds they needed to have yeah. a small, easy growing garden yeah. to be successful. And there know? are a couple of ways to do that because they have kind of like, seed kits if you will meaning like yeah these are the seeds that you know a lot of people like to grow you can buy that <clears> kit which may be a little bit more expensive or you can just look to see what seeds are in there and then just buy them pardon me there's um, a company um i think they're called Mauro seeds m-a-u-r-o seed mm-hmm. and they have actually they have like your summer kit mm-hmm, your chef mm-hmm. kit your herb kit yeah. your cool season kit yep. your fall kit but they're pack designs are like so cool looking <laughs> like i literally want to buy it and just frame them on because they're like cartoon drawings uh-huh, and they're uh-huh. super bright and vibrant colorful uh they're really cool yeah i think it's a, so. a great <clears throat> gift and there's always that if they are not um if they're not going to use a particular vegetable you know sharing is caring you know so i, I don't even think that that could classify yeah. as regifting. <laughs> You've given me well. So first of all, I am a fan of regifting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because just because you didn't go buy it doesn't mean that I don't want yeah, it. Yeah, I am too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know. So if you if somebody gave you and we're just gonna stick on the seeds from it, somebody gave you a bunch of seeds, and you're like, well, I don't want these. You mm-hmm. want them? You damn right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, if I want them, yeah. you might as well have bought them. Yeah. Like I'm cool with it. So there's nothing wrong with regifting, and you don't have to give somebody a gift and be like, 
I'm re-gifting this, so, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just give it to them. Yeah. Don't even say anything. Just give it to them. The amount of things I keep in my home because I want them to have, you know, a next home. Yeah. Like, the idea that you could actually see my background and things aren't following on top of, following, falling on top of me. Like, it's... Turn the camera around. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. When I was trying to get it straight earlier, I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, this is my little area where it's like, I'll, I'll deal with that later. I'll down here. I'll deal with that later. Right? Yeah. All right. So, seeds are an absolutely great gift. I, I think that was, I don't know. We're going to share that one um, as far as suggestions. You want me to go? Yeah, go. Shoot. So, I'm going to. Go for the scar. Yeah. I'm going to go with, and this is going to be the most obvious, um, garden accessories namely anything that's at the backyard gardens tv uh, yeah. apparel store um no in all seriousness i think that link in the description check it absolutely. out absolutely i do think that for those that garden like they're i mean i have i've seen your favorite garden shirt right i have a yeah. couple of favorite well, garden shirts you know well you know why they're my favorite because they're the only ones that i could find and, they, and they've become <laughs> the favorite based on that <laughs> well, they were, but now they're all stained. Uh, like I put one on the other day and my wife's like, you got a stain on your nipple. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, what is that? And I was like, you seriously want to know? She's like, yeah. And I was like, it's uh, it's fish fertilizer. She's like, that's so <laughs> disgusting. And I'm like, oh, that's the smell. My too. bad. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's been washed. Yeah, it's yeah, all good. Yeah. So if you ever see me wearing these shirts and they're stained, they're my work shirts. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. That's exactly it. And um, speaking of... I'm a fan of darker colors for that reason, for my work shirts, you know, yeah, my work I'm tanks, not because you know. in the summer it gets hot. Uh, good so. point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. You can find me like, you know, dressed in all black, like the omen, you know, in my garden. Yeah. You know? um, so that's not the smartest move, but hey. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, you know, I, I think um, clothes are obviously, but you know what? Let's take a second on clothes. Let's talk about them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What kind of clothes, you know, you want something comfortable, but you know, in all seriousness, like hats, you know, sun protection, stuff like that. I think that a lot of people take that um, for granted. You know, my neighbor, he's, he's he might be in his seventies. He just had 53 skin cancers removed off his head. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that's, and it catches up with you over time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the older you get, the more and more you have to be careful of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's like, and we're all susceptible you know, we talk- to it, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I so, think, um, my top ones would be, um, things like hats are, I don't know. There's a little bit more personality, I think. Well, one, I have a big head. So, I mean, if you're watching it, this, you've already observed that. Um, and like, I really like, I can buy shoes online, but hats, I just can't. I just, I, I need to. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but for someone that doesn't care that much, you know, someone with a normal size head, well, not like, well, like Leonard, maybe not like you or I. Um, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, Leonard's got a little puny head. <laughs> so most every hat could fit his. But I think like tank tops, short sleeve shirts, hats, like you said, I think um, if they're in anywhere that gets cool, so any place that gets to 40 degrees, you know, or lower sweatshirts. I'm a huge fan of, you know, a sweatshirt that I can wear, um, you know, me in particular, a hoodie that I can wear outside because you want to be able to easily move about when you're in the garden, even though it's cooler, you know, so yeah, those are my favorites. And links to all these are in the uh, description. 
Thanks for listening so, to this commercial. <laughs> thanks for listening to this commercial. We have just filmed this whole thing as a commercial. Billy Banks style, baby. <laughs> Is that the the uh, the guy that does the like the dancing and the, the No, the guy that had the beard that was doing the infomercials that died from doing cocaine on a plane? No. Okay. You don't remember him? Mm-mm, I don't think You'd so. You'd remember him if you saw him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he could sell anything. He could sell ice to a man in the desert, you know. So he could, or maybe ice to an Eskimo or something. I don't know. I don't know how the saying goes. But um, yeah, I ruined that one. That's fine. So <laughs> the uh, as yeah, clothes are definitely a good one. And then like specialty tools. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of companies that are coming out with specialty tools. Um, I believe. You know, like for me, I use like a a regular wicker basket or something like that to collect my harvest. Mm -hmm. But that being said, if you, you know, I believe that Christmas is a time to ask for something that you normally would not Mm -hmm. get. And so there's a lot of companies like, what is it, like Haas Tools or something. They have those um, those little bit fancier harvest baskets. Mm -hmm. And so I know they have a technical name and I'm not all up in the technicality of it. But um. You know, those kinds of things are really good because one, they will last longer than any, you know, if you take a colander out there, like a lot of people use a colander, yeah, yeah. but how much can you fit in a colander? Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like you can't fit much. You're doing multiple trips. You know, you, you got your kid out there with a shirt lifted up, putting stuff in and <laughs> you know, you got your pockets full, your pants are falling down. You got your hat off and you got stuff packed in your hat and you're coming and I'm pulling stuff out of my pockets and stuff. So, you know, it's a good time of year to ask or to get something like that or even to treat yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, you know how yourself. I feel about, um, you know, treating myself around the holidays. Now a basket of some sort is really I don't have like a really nice one and what I end up doing is because that's how I live my life I repurpose a lot of things and if you have you know the blessing of even a semi-large harvest what I find myself doing because I'm also a little bit absent-minded since I have like all of these random size containers and I'm like collecting four tomatoes in this little container and like three cucumbers in this container, I'll come in the house at towards the end of the season. I had to actually like designate a little card table to put my harvest on. Cause I'd like sit it down. I'd go do something else. And then like three days later, I'm like, Oh shit, I forgot that. I, you know, <laughs> where if yeah. I had one nice sizable basket, you know, I'd be able to say, okay, all of my goodies are here. And now I think it also encourages you to do something with them you know sooner rather than being i mean i bet i'm gonna roll over it's gonna be like oh those are tomatoes from september that somehow made their way under the couch yeah maybe not but yeah exactly (laughs) and i mean that's you know i feel like most gardeners the majority of them are big repurposers Mm. by nature you know that's kind of what we do and who we are and i know i see people it's funny, like I see people on Instagram and they're all using, you know, most people just have like a regular basket or a colander or, or something. But the people who are like the influencers, influencers, they're the ones that have like the fancy baskets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I mean, I, I like them and they're definitely functional because you can wash off in them yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, having a definitely a way to... Number one, bring all of your harvest in at once, mm-hmm. I think will help you stay on top of it, which yeah. as we've talked about before, will continue to help your plants produce more because mm-hmm. you are harvesting them at the right time. Yeah. So making a note as I refine my 2021 goals. Go ahead, carry on. 
I have one no, that's, that's a it. hack of that though. And Go it's for it. again, it's just the way that, you know, I'm designed. It's a DNA thing. I hate garden hacks, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well, I'm not the big of a fan of it either, but it's the hack to the basket, right? So this is one of my favorite kind of gadgets. Um, and it's gardener or not. It's a salad spinner. Have you seen these? You know, these Never are, had right? one. Oh, I absolutely love it. Every time I like, you know, mine just is basically a plastic um, bowl, if you will. It's a inside of it. You have like the um, a different set of plastic that has, you know, the holes in it or whatever. Throw the lettuce in. Um, and this is what I use it mostly for a lettuce. And then you put the top on and then I pull the string to basically spin it. Every time I pull up the bowl that had the lettuce in it, I just, I'm enamored by how much water I got off of the greens. It's so so satisfying. But I say that to say what I've resulted to doing is, or resorted to doing is I'll take the uh, inside portion of the salad spinner out to the garden, you know, pick the leaves, dump them in there, and then come back to the kitchen, do the rinse, go through the whole process. So it also helps me kind of gauge how much I want to take <clears throat> off the plants as well. Cause I use the cut and come again yeah. method often, you know, so I know how much, how many leaves, how much that uh, salad spinner should be filled up for the type of salad I want to make. Um, so that, I think it generally is a great gift, right? And you can get those anywhere. You can get them online. You can get them at any kind of your, not your home improvement stores, but uh, I've seen them in grocery stores. I've seen them in like your Walmarts and stores, the big box stores like that. Um, so if someone ever eats lettuce or any leafy green, I think it's a good gift. And then if you're like yeah. me and it's super duper old where you're like, oh, I could even leave it outside and forget about it because I often forget. Um, you can also use it as a a bowl, a basket, Lettuce collector, <laughs> any a of those things. Collector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lettuce collector. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So what? So salad spinner. Yeah, and I mean kitchen tools, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're obviously, but <clears throat> you know, I think of all the ones that I've heard about, that's the most garden specific one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I've. You know, that's like it makes sense yeah. because I mean, you know, when you buy lettuce at the store. Um, which, by the way, romaine has been recalled again in a, a number of states. So, um, congratulations, gardeners! You don't have to worry about that if you're growing lettuce. Um, it brings tears to my eyes that I'm able to eat lettuce for my garden in December. Tears yeah. to my eyes. You know why they have um, recalls on lettuce? I don't know if I know. Because they water them with manure. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it like fresh manure, and that's what gives it E. coli. Not by accident, so. though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's dirty water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that a lot of times that's what happens. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> you know, I think because when we bring it in, a lot of times there'll be dirt mm-hmm. splashed up in it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There might be, you know, an earwig or something in there, and you know, washing it off. We tend to wash those off a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I agree with that completely. Yeah. Completely agree. All right. Good job, Batavia. Yeah, this is a now rare I want a moment. Spinner. You sold me on it. Recommend me one now. Um. Well, I'm, I went online and I'm trying to figure out. Like, I feel like I bought mine for twelve or thirteen dollars, and I don't know if everything in the world is just more expensive. Um. But I see one at Bed Bath and Beyond for twenty bucks. That's pricey, man. I think if you're out in these stores, look for them in your big box stores. I'm gonna go to a thrift store. I bet I can find one. I there. bet you could too. Um. I think 
I wouldn't go with the one where you push the button just because I'm always looking for that button to break. I would do the manual like that's been my workout, collecting the leaves and then pulling the string for the salad spinner. Yeah, we're going to have to have a conversation later about your workout because that's weak. (laughs) I have fully recovered from the leaf collection, though, just so you know. I haven't put them down yet, so that's a whole other thing. (laughs) And I mean, in all honesty, I think that every gardener would be happy with a gift certificate to a a home improvement store. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think every year we go into them at some point for something. And that's critical. there is something. Because even if you're buying from smaller uh, businesses, you know, there's going to be something that happens in your garden year that takes you to a big box store. Um, And that actually going back to the seeds, you know, if you've ever noticed someone growing a particular seed packet, a gift card or a gift certificate from that company to let them select their own seeds is a great gift as well. You know, so... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, I was going to say something, but I changed my mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) But I mean, a lot of people think that gift cards are not personable enough. Yeah, yeah, I know. And my stance on that is in this day and time, it's not like it was 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go online right now and get anything you want. Yeah. You know, you can hit up Amazon and basically the whole world is in your shop is available. Mm -hmm. So... It's overwhelming and a gift card, I, I think in all honesty, is probably one of the most personable gifts you can give because it lets a person make their choice, especially for something as intimate as having a garden. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you um, know. So, I mean, I'm a big fan of them. I do think, and if you want to put like, we used to call them token gifts, some small token gift that is a little bit more of a personal nature, you know? So if I, the people I'm giving like canned goods or, you know, things that I've canned to, like we don't have that kind of relationship where I feel like I need to give them this gift card, but that would be a great addition, right? You know, a four ounce jar of something in a gift card, you know, it's a little bit of both worlds. The Um, hell with that. I spent a whole summer growing that food and sweating over a stove to can it. That's what you get. And you're going, and but, and also seriousness you know what the issue with that is that i think that some people that don't garden don't get the effort that went into making that canned good but but there are two other type of people right so no they don't get it but they also if they know you personally they know how important the garden i have had a girlfriend that said you know it's okay for you to rest you've spent all this time being one with the earth that's like literally a, a quote yeah. from a text message. Like they know that it's important to you. They know that it's become important to you. So um, I think that my in, my my hope is that they know that you're giving them something from your home. I think homemade gifts are always good gifts too. You know, so. That's what we've done for a number of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we said it last year and yeah. we try to stick by it. And, you know, it's funny. I was talking to my granny and I was like, what do you want for Christmas, granny? And she was like, if I can't eat it, I don't want it. You better I said check. <laughs> you better say that, I said, Granny. I got you. Yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, you know. Hey, look, uh, that's, that's real. what's on her Christmas list. That's real. I'm like, I got you, baby. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So I told her, I said, "Well, I gave you some collards and turnips and mustard." I said, "Is that good enough?" She goes, "Yeah, that's good." That, that was it. How about that we get a little August, bit more? Though, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, "How about we get a little yeah, bit more?" And yeah. I was like, "Okay, yeah. we can make it happen, Captain." Yeah. I do have so, another one. I'm just speeding through them. Um, so this is for someone that you know has some interest. And this is a good thing because it doesn't go bad. Um, and it's, I'm, you know, I'm not exactly impartial here because I've just dove in. Um, the little canning kits. 
We've talked about it before on the show. The one that has the funnel, the one that has the jar holder. Mm-hmm. Those, you can get those really reasonably priced. I've seen them at Aldi's. I mean, I haven't checked prices recently, but you can get them for like 10 bucks, you know? And so whether that person is like me and it takes them three years to actually make the leap and can, although they've bought all of their canning goods, like if they don't do it next year, they'll have it the following year. It's not something that's going to expire, you know? So. Yeah, but you don't want to get somebody something that they're not going to use. Wait, what? I said was you obviously have to kind of know their intention. Oh, okay. You know, so there are people that literally are commenting on our posts that are saying, Oh, I want to get into canning. Right. You know, so let's say you weren't canning and I saw you comment in that, you know, that's a great gift for you, you know? Um, And because they're so reasonably priced, even if you have two sets like me, then it's not the worst thing in the world. That's always the thing about buying a gift. Like, do they already have this thing? Is this a competition? No. I got you beat. I got three sets. <laughs> <laughs> Are they the same color? Are they the same color? No. Oh, good, good. Because no. mine so are starting to all story. look the same. I'm just like. <laughs> so this is the deal. We had one. Then mm-hmm. we lost a key component to it. And we couldn't get mm-hmm. it the piece for it so we bought another one and then like a month later because you know canning season's right before christmas yeah, really yeah. and so then my aunt bought me one she got it at a thrift store for like 50 cents <laughs> never love even it. been open love it yeah and so we have another one and she's like oh well, i saw you just got one i was like i don't even care yeah, you yeah, know because yeah. i'm gonna lose a piece something's gonna break yeah. like it's good so um you know i usually don't buy stuff and store it like that Mm -hmm. it just kind of worked out that way Mm -hmm. but we use it so much i mean like one of ours is like falling apart and stuff so like when we do the canning with the backyard gardener or something i'll use a different set that looks better than the one that we normally use that's like falling apart so (laughs) and just it's all about set production you know as an intermission here um Depending on the person, like let's say you have some interest in gardening and I think your point about the who's listening and kind of, you know, where they are with it. But any number of things could be combined. Number of these things could be combined to make kind of like a garden gift basket. I just got chill saying that I want a garden gift basket. Yeah, I want a garden gift basket, too. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, again, my address for garden (laughs) gift baskets is. No, you know what, though? If you were in like, like if you were in a big, you had a big group of friends that were gardeners and like a club, mm-hmm. like a gardening club, community garden, it would yeah. be really cool to have some like be like, all right, everybody make here's a secret Santa list. You're going to make a gardening basket for somebody mm-hmm. and see what mm-hmm. people would come up with. I think it'd be really fun to see what they would include, because like for me, like I'll, I'll take a new pair of like clippers any day, you know, anything like that, you know, there, it's just, it's, it's crazy that there's so many different things you can do. Put that gift card. You know what in a very useful tool is in my gardening basket? What's that? A chopstick. For canning or for gardening? No. Do you use them for to planting sow seeds? seeds? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yep. Um, you could also put that gift card inside of a pair of gardening gloves. But look closely at that person's hands because I have large hands, big head and and big hands. So I can never wear medium or small gloves. So you may just default to buy a large one unless you know that person's hands intimately. Yeah, I don't do gardening gloves at all. I never wear gloves. I'm a man. I don't do that kind of stuff. Clearly. Um, Yeah, I wear (laughs) gloves. Yeah. I just don't because I like to feel things. I can't if I can't feel Mm -hmm. them. 
I feel like I'm not doing something right. So, yeah. so there's nothing about me doing a, being a man. No, 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 no. Obviously, <laughs> um, no. So I, I'm kind of half and half. So when I'm planting and working in the soil, as long as it's not really cold or really wet, I'll do it bare hand. But like this weekend when I was in the garden, that was. I mean, it was cold. It was like 35 degrees. So I had gloves on for that purpose. And again, when things get mm-hmm. really, really messy, I'll wear them. Um, but I think it's, I mean, for me again, you can't use me as the model because I have multiples of everything because it's, you know, my grandmother used to say, you know, if you always put things in the place they belong, you will never have to look for them. Oh, that still haunts me. You know, so the amount of things that me and your grandmother are not friends. Yeah, no, the things, the amount of things that I have, um, just given up on and said, I'm sure it will come up. Right. (laughs) Or the things where I like, I, okay, I'm just going to buy a second one. It's, I mean, I'm not so completely I have, out here, like, you know, just saying charge it, but. I have multiple spades and I keep them. Typically I leave them outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By each garden bed though. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when I need yeah. one, it's available. Yeah. Terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. Terrible it's idea. bad idea. Yeah. So as, as they break, I will get better about putting them up. But for right now. That's how it is. Well, that's the thing about Um, like, um, I can get around using a spade if I needed to, but I bought a new one. I think I had like, it may have been a gift card for like Home Depot or something. I don't remember, but I bought a new one and I kind of set it and said like, this is going to be my backup when the one I'm using breaks because I do the same thing. I leave them outside. I normally always put it like in the same um, container or the same garden bed. Like for that year, there's a designated spot and I can remember it for whatever reason. And um, I didn't. And I was looking, I was looking, I was looking and for whatever reason, I really wanted to use a spade. Fast forward to like four weeks later. So I broke in the new one, which, oh, that annoys me. Like, I hate that now I have two that are in motion. But fast forward three or four weeks later, and I find it inside of a container in my garden that has soil on the bottom, the spade, and then a plastic bag of potting soil on top. Like, who in the hell? Like, what was I doing? Like, that makes no sense. Lazy. Yeah, man. You're sitting there messing with your phone. Probably so. Trying to take a picture, trying to get the angle right. So, yeah. But I got a new spade for my birthday this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, fuck those other spades. That one's a bomb. <laughs> Put it in the description. Like, That's the only one we all need. Yeah. It's it's it, it's just sized perfectly. Uh-huh. You know, you're going to put a bedding plant in it. It's one scoop. Yeah, you yeah. know, you can get a big old healthy scoop of compost and put it in there yeah. with it. It's just, yeah, man, no. I'm good. Like, you know, my wife looked at us. She's like, I don't know. It was for our anniversary. I'm sorry. Okay. Because the anniversary gift this year was steel. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. do traditional. And she's like, I don't know what to get you. And I'm like, that's the easiest one to do. Yeah. Yeah. For me, she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to tell you, but I was like, I could take some new garden tools. And she hooked it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, damn get right. Her, get on her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? So, the thing that's um, nice about that, even though I have, I only have one salad spinner. Um, but I have two spades. There are just some things that you don't necessarily take the, the plunge on, like you personally won't buy for yourself. And it's nice to, you know, um, receive those things sometimes, right? That's what Christmas is all about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what Christmas well, is all really about. Well, it's really about baby Jesus, giving... but beyond that, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know, 100% I know. I'm just teasing with you. about baby Jesus. I'm just teasing with you. But yeah. no, you're, 
You're right. I mean, you know, it's like I can buy these things myself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like I would have never went out and bought myself a new spade. Yeah. Like I would have just waited and been like, I got to go get one today. Yeah. But when I got it, I was like, hell yeah. You know, and then I used it and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is amazing. So this so, is completely um, ungarden related. Um, but for my birthday, um, which was just recently, um, I received a box and I didn't know what it was. And so my cousin, who I refer, I talk to about, uh, talk about on this show often, he had asked me like a month before, like what my address was and shoot, I gave it to him and didn't think twice because we don't normally exchange gifts. And so I didn't think twice about it. And then I get the box and I'm like, I was waiting on a couple of different things from a couple of people. And so then I finally look at what it was, you know, it wasn't wrapped. It was just delivered directly from the company. And I opened it up and it was a speaker an outdoor speaker, indoor speaker, like one that you can travel and go to the beach. And I had asked him about like recommending a speaker early this year. And he had said, this is the one he recommends. Cause those are the things that I hate making decisions on. Like I just, I don't, I want it to show up at my, I want to click on a link. This is the only one that exists Buy it and be done with it. So he, he recommended when I was like, Ooh, how much? I'm like, mm, I'm, you know, I'm just going to turn my iPhone up a little bit further. So anyway, yeah. uh, he, sh- he sent that to me for my birthday. And as soon as I hooked it, I, like literally hooked it up. I was just like, I can't believe I've been missing this. Like the amount yeah. of things, like I listened to the podcast through the speakers, the amount like, you know, Pandora, like never sounds better. Like it's one of those things where again, you don't. This is the speaker, but it could be anything we've talked about. You don't necessarily realize that you really enjoy it, right? You know, and it's someone that said, he's like, yeah, I figured you hadn't mentioned it, so you didn't get it. And I'm like, I mean, you know I didn't get it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so, are, yeah. you, are you listening to the podcast on Pandora? No, no. I am uh, I can. Because uh, um, I was going to say they finally get- put us on there after like a year of me fighting with them. No, I listened to it in two places, either on um, Apple because I have an iPhone or I'll listen to it on Spotify. Um, but I can pair my iPhone with this speaker. Man, it's like, you know, yeah. it's like the astronauts it's use amazing. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to upgrade mine. Mine's kind of crappy, but... Well, the unfortunate Look. part is, real quick, I'll never buy another one either. That's the reason why there's the apprehension about buying it. Like, this is... this They're going to, you know, this is going to be the one that they split up when they kind of separate my belongings in 60 years when I die. That's It's going to be that one. Yeah, hold on one mm-hmm. second. I just got a peculiar text I need to look at. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, my so my wife works in a hospital, mm-hmm. and they're apparently getting overrun with COVID today. Uh, thank her again. Yeah, they're talking about shutting down the um, the emergency room over it. Yeah, I haven't seen her in about a week. Thank her again for what she does. I just I. <clears throat> Yeah, she's been kind of stressed, so I'm sure. that's why we're going to the chef and the farmer. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to hear about that. Papa yeah. Bear needs some brownie points, <laughs> damn it. Maybe it'll float me for another couple of years. Because we're getting into her season for, you know, baking, and, and your demands are pretty high, too. Dude, my demands are high? <laughs> Shit. So, look, we're, we're about to give the recipe of the day, Ooh. but let me just, before we start, mm-hmm. I have it all figured out. Okay. I have my son who says, Mommy... It's time for cookies tonight. Okay. So uh, then she goes and she makes his cookies, uh-huh. right? Then, you know, the next night I'll come by and he's like, I'm like, David, go ask mommy. She's like, no. And I'm like, all right, David, come here. I tell him what to say. And he goes, mommy, you don't want to ruin Christmas by not giving us cookies, do you? Did he make that <laughs> so up on his own or did you tell him to say that? 
<laughs> he made it up on his own. So then he goes and he makes, she goes and she makes some cookies. And then the next night, it's like the same thing every <laughs> night. And finally I had to be like, son, we're not going to have any yeah, cookies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you figured it out. But like being married to a baker is dangerous. Yeah. I have a so, great aunt. And that really is a quickly. direct Michael Jackson quote. Yeah. So. I have a great aunt who does like, you know, like, top shelf level baking whatever that show was um when it comes to cookies and we would get um so the family would go to indianapolis uh a couple hours away every christmas and when i got older and you know you're smelling yourself you know you're old enough to stay at home you're old enough to have a social life you know i wouldn't go like 18 19 or something like that um and they would bring back all of these cookies. That's one of the things other than being with family that I really miss. Like you get dibs on all of the cookies when you're there, when you don't go and you're at home, you basically get what's left. But I'm talking about things you never see in stores. You never see at any of the parties. This is the one year that she said, I mean, and she's still very mobile moving about, but she said she wasn't doing them this year. You know, it's, it's just, it's been a hard one. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can't wait till I can come and visit and you know, I won't even have requests. I just want to consume. Dude, when you come, you better fast for about a week beforehand because she's going to roll out the red carpet. I don't even know if you understand how many sweets I can consume and how often. I don't think you understand So is it because it's going to be a contest between you and her? Because I guarantee you, you're going down. (laughs) I didn't say say make. I said consume. (laughs) That's what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so wait. She bakes so much because she loves sweets too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, recipe of the day. Um, recipe, yeah. Right, no, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Today is a special day. Today is the day that Ben and Batavia give you the recipes of the day. This episode is proudly brought to you by San Diego Seed Company, a company that is dedicated to providing organic heirloom varieties of seeds for your small urban farm. That's right, you heard me. You are a small urban farmer. You provide food for your family and share with your neighbors, and they are dedicated to providing you with the best seeds for a bountiful harvest. Check them out at sandiegoseedcompany.com or on social media at, you guessed it, San Diego Seed Company. I hope that you have got some recipes because Christmas comes one time a year. Mm-hmm. It's a special time of year and everybody eats Christmas food. Something about Christmas. So we are both going to give you an easy recipe today. Who wants to go first? You're going to go first because I'm pulling up my recipe. Ugh, <laughs> you suck. You're going to make me go first. All right. So I make um, every year on Christmas morning, I make a strata. Have you ever had strata? No, I haven't. Okay. So it's a great dish to make because it's it's an overnight dish. So you make it Christmas Eve and then you bake it Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. The only issue with this recipe is I can't remember the temperature because full disclosure, I'm not a baker. So in my world, in my own little pea mine world, my oven only goes to 425 degrees. <laughs> I don't believe that it goes to any other temperature. And my wife will tell me differently all the time. But what you do is you get a, um, I usually do a nine by, I think it's a nine by 12 pan. Is mm-hmm. that yeah, your average, average size, size yeah. dish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get a pack of um, English muffins. Mm-hmm. 
and you quarter them, cut them, you know, cut them up and you line the bottom of the pan. And then you're going to pour in. And th- now, th- remember, this feeds a few yeah, people, okay. like a number of people. I mean, because so. this is like a casserole dish, nine by 12. It's like a, yeah. It's a casserole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So then we put in about a dozen eggs. Now, what I do is I put in a carton of egg whites and then I mix in six to eight regular eggs mm-hmm. because it cuts down on the fat okay. and adds a little bit extra protein. And then <clears throat> you're going to brown some sausage. So we use vegetarian mm-hmm. sausage, um, but you're going to brown that and then you're going to mix that in there. And when I say mix it, you don't mix it. You just lay it mm-hmm, in there mm-hmm. and then you take cheese and I usually put about a pound of cheese in it and then like you shredded know, use or yeah, mm-hmm. shredded okay. cheese. Well, honestly, you know, I've used shredded cheese a lot in the past and lately we've gotten into using cube cheese mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I do like that more because you kind of get more of a cheese yeah, in the bite. Yeah, thicker. You know yeah, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's just say you use cube mm-hmm. cheese about, you know, poundish, mm-hmm. something like that, depending on how much cheese you want. And then you take that and you just push that down in there. Oh. Into all the little nooks and crannies. Mm-hmm. And then I get like a seasoning salt of some sort, whatever you prefer to use. I like to use Slap Ya Mama. S-L-A-P-Y-A mama, right in the face, son. <laughs> and I actually split mine. So I do three quarters of regular slap ya mama. And then I do one quarter of hot slap ya mama. Wait, what kind of and what then, kind of seasonings are in this? Just to give me an idea. Is it spicy? Is it smoky? Is it Well, it's they're no, they're Cajun seasonings. Ah, okay, okay. So um but the only difference in the two is one is hotter than the mm-hmm. other. So there's more pepper, like hot pepper flakes or something in it. I don't really know what's in it, to be honest. Okay. Right, okay. And I mean, I've used it with a number of things, you know, I've, I've done typically what we'll do is we'll put, um, if we don't use slap your mama, what we'll do is salt, pepper, garlic in it. Mm-hmm. And then you let it soak overnight. You cover it in tin foil. You let it soak overnight and then you take and put it in the oven. And again, my oven times are off, so you might have to play with it. And that's just the way I cook. And you'll find that out when you watch the backyard kitchen coming soon. (laughs) And we put it in the oven at 425. And something tells me that she would be screaming right now. She could hear me 375, 375. (laughs) 475 sounds way too high for it. But go on. 425, I said 425. And then I bake that for about 20 to 25 minutes. And all you're looking for is for the eggs to be done. Mm -hmm. And what I do after now, this is the key component. This is very important to me. If this isn't done, there is no meal. I take off the top and I continue to bake it until the cheese is burnt, almost burnt. It has to be brown or I won't eat it. Is is it so, is it you and the purple thumb gardener that like kind of the burntness in cheese? I know that you both are big fans of cheese. Was it? I think she, if she's a big fan of cheese, I want to say yes, that she does. Okay. So I'm all for an extra crispy or brown potato, but okay, go ahead. Enjoy. And then, so what I do to kind of accentuate that Mm -hmm. is I take the cubes and I push them around the edge so that they burn on the edge and then I get that nice crispy feeling. Okay. And they actually make a pan for people like me that is like, looks like a maze. So everything you would cut would have edge, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. edges. 
So they make that. So then once you're done with that and you get it to the correct doneness, then you're going to take it out. And then that's when I would put the slap your mama on there because then you can kind of season it to taste. Yeah, yeah. So you can either cook it with the seasoning in and then continue to season as needed. But the slap your mama's got salt in it, so you need to be careful. But again, any seasoning salt doesn't matter if you're using like standard. I can't remember what Lowell's or Laurel's or something like that. Laurie's, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Laurie's, you know, yeah. anything like that. It just, it makes a big difference. And then you mm-hmm. just serve it. And that's so every wait, I Christmas the part we make that. About with what point were you letting it sit overnight? Did I miss that part when I was looking up the details from my When recipe? it's all mixed okay. together. Okay. You, you let it sit overnight. You have to let it sit overnight because you want, and when you pull it out, sometimes when you pull it out, it might be a little bit, um, it might look dry because it soaked everything into the English muffins. Mm-hmm. And at that point you could, can, you could put a couple more eggs on top just to give it a little bit more color and flair. But I mean, it's Christmas. It's a time to indulge. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we started out righteous. Yeah. That's, that's my that's recipe. Breakfast, you go. Right? That's breakfast, that's, right? Yeah, that's breakfast. Okay. So I was going to But give, I'll eat it for dinner too. Well, I hear you. I was going to give one recipe, but I decided to give another one. Have you ever heard of dump cake? D-U-M-P cake? I've heard of it. I've never had mm-hmm. it. So first off... Um, so it's like, I'd call it like a poor man's peach cobbler. And you can make it actually mm-hmm. with any number of fruit. But I was probably 25 or 30. I was probably 30 or 35, to be quite frank, before I realized that this so wasn't this about 20, 40 years ago, a couple of years ago, like, you know, earlier this year. <laughs> Wait, the way that I had to recover from those leaves, clearly, this has been a number of years ago. Uh, so I, um, I was very grown before I realized that it wasn't some family recipe and that like people all over the world actually eat dump cake. I actually was at um, Salvation Army or something and I saw a whole book of dump cake recipes and I'm like, I felt like I've been lied to. Like this isn't like some, you know, this isn't my family's recipe, right? People have been making it all Mm -hmm. over the world. But anyway, it's nice because it's not as much work as let's say a peach cobbler. You know, with the whole making your own dough for those that do it the most traditional way. Um, It has, and I want to make sure I get this right. Um, I'm going to add an ingredient. It has peaches. If you're making it with peaches, you could do it with, you know, blueberries. You can do it with, you know, cherries. You can do it with any number of fruit. Uh, You probably do it with apples as well. But peaches, cinnamon, this is it. Cake mix, like the box cake mix. Yeah, I know. I said it though. It's okay. Butter and then I add nutmeg because that's how I roll. But some recipes you may find online may not have that. Um, so using a, a nine by 12 or nine by 13 baking dish, I don't know which one is really the traditional one. You're going to take it and you're going to. Um, I don't normally like line it with anything. I don't normally grease it. I don't normally spray it. Um, because you're going to end up basically loading in your peaches. So I start with, for that size, two to three, like, um, I think it comes in like 30 ounces, whatever the bigger uh, size canned peaches are. I'm doing canned peaches with heavy um, syrup, not light syrup, not low sugar. I want all of the, the terribleness or the goodness, depending on which side you're on. So two to three cans. I normally put them in a saucepan. I normally heat those peaches up. Uh, 
originally when I made the recipe, I would just dump them in. Um, but there's a whole thing about how tender I want my peaches. So I put it on the stovetop, probably let it simmer for about 20 to 30 minutes. Again, letting it soften. Um, I don't always though, put my ingredients inside of that saucepan. Cause I'm going to tell you why. Uh, once they've heated up thoroughly uh, and you've not cooked them to pieces, but they're again, warmed through, I take a slotted spoon, take my um, baking dish. I start spooning out the actual peaches into the baking dish. So what this also allows you to do is judge how much syrup you want to put in. So you're going to take the syrup from the canned peaches from that saucepan and you're going to pour it into your uh, baking dish. I'd say you're filling it up like maybe halfway the the uh, the uh, height of the pan. You don't want it to overrun. You definitely don't want this to bubble over because you're going to put it inside of your stove to cook it. All right, so you got that. Um, this is where you can go in and do things like um, you can add in your butter. So you're going to use like, you know, about a stick, a stick and a half of butter. Um, I also melt my butter on top of the stove, not necessary. You could basically um, cut um, uh, slivers of butter in because it's all gonna melt anyway. But I kind of make this as if I'm making a pie, right? So I heat up my butter, I put it into, once it's heated up, I put it into that casserole dish, stir it up a bit, and then that's when I do things like add cinnamon to taste, add nutmeg to taste. Um, now the cake mix is a tricky part, right? And this is, there are technically three versions of this recipe or at least three presentations of it. It's my great aunt's, who is the queen of it. She is the one that you only really want hers, but because she lives hours away, there is my grandmother's that she used to make it. And you really enjoyed hers until you then had my great aunts, which would be her sister. And you realize that my grandmother's really wasn't shit. Like it's my great aunts that you want. Then you have my version of it, which is just like, it's a complete disappointment compared to those two. But if it's all you got, yeah, if it's all you got, that's what you, you'll enjoy it. Right. Um, so you take the cake mix, yellow cake mix. Um, and what I do is I add some of that, um, that syrup, cause you're not going to use all of the syrup that came out of those cans. I add some of that syrup into the cake mix to make it wet. Right. Originally, and some people still do this, you can literally sprinkle the cake mix on top of that baking dish. So you have your peaches, you've added your butter, you have your seasoning. Um, because this is so sweet, you don't want to add any sugar. You know, obviously the canned peaches have a lot of sugar in them already. Um, you can literally sprinkle the cake mix, but the trouble I found when you do it just with sprinkling the dry cake mix is you have some spots of it that get brown and other parts that are still dry in the middle. When you add the syrup to the cake mix and start to mix it up, it almost looks more like a cake and you can kind of spread it on top of it. Now that creates kind of a cake-like top. The desire and the goal is, and if you guys have figured it out, because I've talked to my great aunt about this so many times, and you know how when you've done something for 60 years, it's kind of like, it's so second nature, you can't even explain to someone what they're doing wrong. That's where we are with yeah. them. Um, so, That's what we do every day. Yeah, right? <laughs> so she um, has told me what she does. Well, you just, I'm just like, nope, I've been doing it for like 15 years now and I still can't get it. Anyway, um, she does something where she gets both the cake texture, which is probably like an inch high and crispiness. Right. And so I've tried all kinds of versions of it. I've tried once I've spread my cake mix on top of it, taking a fork and plucking it in. It, 
I should probably talk to Kelly about this because she may be able to crack the code. Yeah, you're talking to the wrong person. Yeah. But anyway, no matter she'll be able to figure it out. No matter what you do, no matter if you if you figure out my great aunt's version, if you figure out her twin sister who is my grandmother, if you figure out that version, or if you use mine, it's all going to be enjoyable. Um, I've used this with that nine by 13 inch pan i've made the big like aluminum foil pans you'd obviously double up on your ingredients um it's almost never left once you kind of finish your evening if you have folks over or if you're taking it somewhere um you put it in the oven and you'll cook it at about i'm gonna say 375 let me see 350 375 uh, you're gonna cook it until the top gets firm and again, if you look up brown, because everything basically besides the cake mix is already done, right? Um, mm. And you want to make sure, again, you could take a fork at that point, make sure that the, it's um, more gooey, the liquid inside versus watery. That's what you don't want. It'll firm up as it sets. So I had to do this in the morning if you ha- you're having like Christmas dinner in the evening. Um, I wouldn't do it the day before. I mean, if you have a lot of stuff going on, sure. But there's something about it being kind of fresh before it's set in the refrigerator, before it really gels. Right. Um, and we normally top it with ice cream, but I almost top everything with ice cream. So it's kind of like a peach a la Even your salad? Well, normally <clears throat> I put the ice cream on the side when I'm having salad. Okay. Yeah. So That sounds good. I wouldn't do it because of the nutmeg. I'm allergic to nutmeg oh, and cloves. Oh, just don't use it. Just don't use it. It's just the way that I season things. Like literally, you know, you could put yeah. you could put a, a splash of vanilla in it if you wanted. Um, you could go sans the cinnamon. You know, it's just again the flavor that I'm chasing. It's something that Do you know a good alternative for pumpkin spice because it has a little bit of cloves in it, I think. I don't. Cinnamon and ginger. Oh. I don't I'm not a fan Tastes of pumpkin. It's the exact same. I'm ashamed about the Star Wars comment. Like I'm not ashamed, but I'm ashamed that I, I told you all that about me. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm not, I stand firm on pumpkin spice. Nope. Yeah. Throw it all away. No. So look, the whole Star Wars thing is you should be ashamed because this uh, new season of the Mandalorian is amazing. Comment about the new season of the Mandalorian, what you think is going to happen. I don't know if that's like a car, a episode. new season of a car. Is that like, is oh my that, like gosh. I don't even know what you're like. That sounds oh like the car. Gosh. the Isn't that the car from back to the future? The Mandalorian. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's enough. Yeah, okay. It's a race of people. Oh. Yeah. Do you like Marvel movies? Uh, I could take or leave them. Oh, I mean, okay. it, at least we have gardening in common. Yeah, I mean, I think that <laughs> it's the uh, we did we did the the twenty things or forty things you know about. We have to actually talk about that later. But I normally don't go with fictitious universes like. The post-apocalypse movies are the closest I get to like, is this really going to happen? Of course not. You know, what do, what do you guys call it? Um, fantasy. Um, is that, do you call like Star Wars and stuff That's fantasy? That's sci-fi is what I'm talking uh, about. It, none of that. Nope. No it's science okay. for me. I'll let you slide. <laughs> Maximum creativity and ultimate cuteness going on right now. And you're missing every aspect of it. But that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, there's so many other things I can spend my time on. Seriously, that's a solid recipe. Mm-hmm. I I think the name Dump Cake has always turned me off, yeah. but I believe if somebody served it to me and didn't have nutmeg, I believe I would tear into yeah. it like it was nobody's business. So yeah. And um, again, I've I've uh, even when I looked in that book when I was at the because um, it was like this moment of like there are dozens of dump cake recipes, but then again, it's like I haven't cracked the code for the one that I know I love, you know. So, but yeah, it's not a necessarily yeah. common ingredient because you wouldn't put dump cake in a cherry pie, or you wouldn't put nutmeg in a cherry pie, you know. So, you make your own. You make your own recipes. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. 
So look, we have given you two recipes, mm-hmm. a number of uh, gift ideas. We have gone off topic for the majority of the show, which is okay. And more <laughs> of the norm, right? <laughs> We've established you know what? what... Though, it's because it's the time of year. It's like a time of celebration yeah. and relaxation, you know? Yeah. And I thoroughly, I have actually enjoyed just like, randomly talking about stuff you so. already know i do this is what i live for man. oh yeah i know you do no stress here, Agenda. No stress here. you guys are getting a glimpse yeah. into who we are and we're happy so, to share that with you even we are the star, i mean it's if you're gonna love me to know me is to love me and to love me and know me is to know that i don't do that star wars star trek i know that they're like you guys are enemies but i don't do either so you know well, you obviously didn't know, or else you wouldn't put them in the same sentence. So, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm the weirdo in that scenario. But go on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a lot of time and effort spent in my life into the Star Wars universe. So, I just want to say. And Ahsoka Tano, most powerful woman in all movie history. So, that's all I got to say. Because okay. that's not a language. If that's a person. T- that's a person. That's a person, yes. Yeah. That's when, not, which that's my not cat that is game named that after. you play in the newspapers either. That's not that. Like no. The, okay. That's crossword. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now you're talking about Sudoku. Yeah. 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 I can't figure that shit out. It makes me feel stupid. <laughs> boy. Look, I went to a restaurant um, a couple months ago and they had, you know, they give the kids placemats and they had a Sudoku for kids. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I was like, this is supposed to be for kids. I could not figure it out as embarrassing. So, well, look, I know we have a hard cutoff time for Leonard. He's got a previous engagement. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Leonard. Mm-hmm. But, those um, holiday parties, those virtual to- Zoom holiday parties, man, they're starting to add up on its calendar. Uh, they're, they're wild, <laughs> son. So, look, what do you have to tell the good people? Anything? Hey, buy a garden or something. There you go. That was original, mm-hmm. but we'll take it. Is, is that I you sarcastically say, saying um, it wasn't original? Or is, do you, you know, I, it, no. I, it, I don't care. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> every, so every now Anything and again, that I'm, I say comes out of pure love. Every now and again, I'm pretty slow to like to pick up, you know, so I just, you know, yeah. Every now and again? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's three so look, people everybody. in the world. You, there's a guy that I work with and there's one other person that I just, I'm always like caught like, oh no, you're joking. Okay, 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 all right. You should come be around my whole family. Is my whole it? family, when we get together, we're all like that. It's <laughs> that like, you're like constantly, yeah, what? Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> so, seriously, everybody, uh, leave us a review, leave us a comment, tell us what's up. Everybody, have a good day, stay safe, wear a mask. And hell, at this point, you might as well wear one in the car because you never know. Yeah. And um, until next time, keep growing, learn to grow, grow for change, and we will catch you guys later. See ya. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us today. If you want to continue the conversation or just see what we've been up to, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. And we'd love to see your gardens and what you've been up to. So tag your photos with hashtag BYG podcast and we'll share them and help you out with whatever kind of issues you have. We just we love seeing what you guys are doing. And if you want to see some videos that we were producing, uh, you can follow us on YouTube at Backyard Gardens TV. And we'll be posting clips and podcasts and recipes and 
vlogs and greenhouse stuff and all that good stuff. Everything to keep your garden soul happy. So head on over to our social media pages and give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe. And until next time, learn to grow, grow for change, and we're going to call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.